0: This podcast is brought to you by Link, simply the best way to learn languages. After you listen to the podcast, sign up for a free account at Link and study the transcript using Link's revolutionary learning tools. Hi, Jill. Hi, Steve. You know what I thought we'd do today? Because we've received some requests, which we really like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: we're going to try to accommodate all the requests. So, for the first few minutes, we will talk about some local events, which people seem to like, Mm -hmm. or some political events. Uh, We won't get into too much detail. And then in the second half, we'll talk about some of the language questions that we received. Perfect. First thing is, we've had snow here for the last two days. Vancouver doesn't normally get snow, or not very often. How did you cope with the snow?
1: Uh, it wasn't such a big problem for me because I live right by the water, so at sea level. So we didn't, where I live, we didn't have much. We did definitely have some, but mm-hmm. the, I live on a main road as well, so it's plowed and cleared. And, um, you know, I had to drive slow, slower and, mm-hmm. and take it easy, but it mm-hmm. wasn't too bad. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think in some of the higher elevations mm-hmm. where another, where Kate works, another mm-hmm. lady at the office here, I think they got about a foot of snow where she Well, I I
0: woke up and, uh, of course, there was all the snow on the ground. And I checked my email, which I do first thing in the morning, and I saw that two of our employees here, KP Wood employees, not uh, Link, uh, said they weren't coming in because of the snow. Now, in the rest of Canada, uh, <laughs> in cities like Edmonton, Calgary, Winnipeg, Montreal, Toronto, Toronto, Toronto anywhere, Ottawa, really. Halifax... <laughs> The snow is just a part of winter.
1: For six months. First,
0: well, six months is a bit long, but certainly from end of November, early December through to March.
1: Oh, a lot of them have snow in April, October.
0: October, yeah. And so that that they have the equipment, they have the snow plows, yeah. the snow plows are working and people and and everyone has snow tires mm-hmm. and so it's not an issue.
1: And I think too the snow is different here. It it's not very much colder than than 0 degrees. So mm-hmm. our snow is very wet which mm-hmm. is heavy and it grabs your tires and in a lot of these other places it's quite a bit drier.
0: Right, but it's slippery when it's wet. Exactly. It's mushy. So you have no traction. Exactly. So so there's always accidents, mm-hmm. and uh, very often school is closed mm-hmm. when we have a big snowfall. Was school, school closed <laughs> this time?
1: <laughs> they, a lot were. Not all, but a lot were. And it, it was funny to me, though, because I remember other times where we've actually had more snow and school wasn't closed. And this time, all uh, most schools were closed. Mm-hmm. And I, I know that people in other parts of Canada do laugh because with the amount of snow we got they would never ever close schools and people would still go to work but yeah it was quite the thing here i think there were accidents all over the place when i listened to the radio in the morning coming in to work mm-hmm. it it was 5 minutes worth of accidents that they were listing it was really? unbelievable mm-hmm. and uh Like you said, I think a lot of people don't have snow tires, I Mm -hmm. don't, Mm -hmm. because it's a lot of money to spend on tires that you don't need very Mm -hmm. often.
0: And if you forget to take your snow tires off and you run through the summer with your snow tires on, you're just going to ruin your snow tires.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: So, but now we're back to normal here. It's warmer, it's three or four or five degrees above zero centigrade, which whatever that is. Six today it's supposed to get to. today. And it's been raining and so a lot of the snow has melted. We're yes. back to normal. Yeah. <laughs> so that's one news item. That's a local news item. Another item, which is uh, local Canadian news and yet international news at the same time, has to do with Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. Canada has troops in Afghanistan that are located in the most dangerous part, which is Kandahar in the south east, I guess, near uh, Pakistan. And uh, there is a lot of uh, discussion in Canada as to whether our troops should be there. There have been something like 70 Canadian soldiers Mm -hmm, killed. mm -hmm. And uh, there are other countries, NATO countries and other countries who have troops in Afghanistan. Most of them are not in as dangerous an area as the location where the Canadian forces are. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a center of Taliban activity. Uh, In the other areas, uh, it's not so dangerous because the locals are busy growing uh, poppies for the heroin trade. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, this is the issue, and there was a Canadian government uh, sort of uh, committee struck led by an opposition leader, uh, an opposition uh, politician. The liberals are in opposition, the conservatives are in power, and he recommended that we should stay there uh, only if other NATO countries provide more troops, that the Canadians shouldn't be the only ones
1: dying. Uh,
0: dying. <laughs> no, they're not the only ones because no. other people are there too. So, but it's a very, very difficult issue. Mm. You know.
1: Yeah, I I don't know. It, I don't even really know where I stand on the issue. There's part of me that thinks, yeah, we shouldn't be there, uh, and it's somebody else's country and they should run it the way they run it and it's not our concern but uh then there's the other part of me that you know that feels how can you allow that kind of regime to to carry on to continue and and all of the atrocities that happen especially how women are treated there and but then I guess it's still, ha- those things are happening in lots of other countries as well.
0: Well, that's true. And, and if uh, if I had to say that uh, my uh, kids were, uh, you know, of that age, you know, mind you, in Canada we have a professional army, so the soldiers, they, that's their job. Mm-hmm. They're not conscripted. They're not forced to go there. Right. That's their job. And, and for many men or women, uh, the excitement of going there is what attracts them into of the course. army. Uh, actually, yeah. the recruitment went up. Because they had something that they felt, you know, worthwhile and exciting yeah. to do. Mm-hmm. But still, would I like to have my son or daughter in Afghanistan running the risk of being shot?
1: No, or blown uh, up.
0: <laughs> for, for the sake of, of uh, presumably helping the Afghans? Uh, but then you could say, how would you like your son or daughter to be a, a policeman or a policewoman,
1: mm-hmm. where
0: they are also, uh, you know, as we say, in harm's way.
1: Mm-hmm. Or at risk. At risk.
0: Yeah. So it's a very difficult issue. When mm-hmm. you read stories that under the Taliban, that girls can't go to school, they're kept inside mm-hmm. and they're, they have very barbaric, uh, you know, this uh, the extreme Sharia law where people get their hands cut off uh. for uh, picking their nose or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is. I mean, that's pretty bad. But ultimately, I believe that, that really what matters is, are they a threat to us? Mm-hmm. And that's a very difficult discussion. Mm-hmm. I don't think Canadians... I'm a little selfish because there's lots of injustice around the world.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, and we
1: can't be involved in solving all of the world's exactly. problems.
0: Yet, I have a lot of respect for the people who are willing to go there mm-hmm. and put their lives at risk. Yep. And I believe that what they are trying to do is a good thing.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Because, you know, we accept this government. I know nothing about Mr. Karzai, but we accept that that represents an attempt at responsible government in afghanistan if we help him get his government established if we help them build schools if we create you know sufficient security so that they can build some infrastructure i mean yeah that's a good thing we're helping another country i don't know
1: i don't know where i wouldn't want to
0: go there that's all i can say
1: i wouldn't want to be there and i wouldn't want a loved one to
0: be there no thank you yeah. now that's uh, we've hit two news items there now we're going to talk a little bit about language and you had an email from whom?
1: Uh, actually, not an email, but a forum post. Mm-hmm. Post on our English Link forum from Katrin, in mm. I believe she's from Russia. Estonia. 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 Yeah. That's right. Katrin from Estonia. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's wondering about words. Uh, Some adverbs Mm -hmm. I think they're adverbs of time Mm -hmm. Basically So words like Sometimes, still, often Mm -hmm. um, And where they go In -hmm. in a sentence Mm -hmm. Uh, And Those words Can often go two or three different places Mm -hmm. In a sentence And so she was a bit confused For example she said Um There's a sentence, which is correct, she asked. Mm -hmm. I sometimes eat tomatoes, or sometimes I eat tomatoes.
0: Or I eat tomatoes sometimes.
1: Or I eat tomatoes sometimes, and they're all correct. Mm -hmm. They're all perfectly acceptable.
0: You know, I think these differences, I am sure there are rules. And I'm sure the rules are just as helpful as the ones that I read about Russian. Where if it's in this case, but in some other case, and then there's another version of it, and maybe this and maybe that, and I have trouble remembering mm-hmm. those rules. Mm-hmm. I think these are things you have to get a feel for. I think um, I sometimes eat tomatoes. Normally, the adverb uh, actually comes afterwards. comes after. "I run fast. I run fast.
1: Yeah. So, there's so many different types of adverbs. Right. So, this is the thing, is that mm. these specific ones right. of time...
0: I, t- normally come before, I guess. T-
1: well, you can place them wherever, basically. Mm. And it's right. fa- not wherever, but in, mm. you know, we just gave an example of three different ways to say the same thing. Right. But then other adverbs, typically ones that end in L-Y or mm. other words, there is a very specific place where they have oh, okay.
0: to go. okay. Oh, hey. Yeah. Well, You'd studied this. Uh, TESOL so you <laughs> know, know these things.
1: I don't know. I think I remember this from my mm-hmm. drill sergeant grade 12 English teacher. Okay. But um so What is the
0: rule? <sighs> if they R N L Y ever
1: It comes I afterwards. I can't remember the rule, but uh,
0: He said angrily. Right. Go away, he yeah. said angrily. Right. Why should I? she said pleadingly. Right. Because I don't like you. He said emphatically.
1: <laughs> right. So there you go. So I think, again, yeah, they're just, you have to get used to these words.
0: Well, that's why we it, it, deliberately design Link so that you can save a word. And why we say this all the time, don't just save words that you don't understand. Save words that you're not confident using. Right. And you'll immediately, with a word like sometimes, often, or quickly, or whatever, you'll find lots of examples of these words in use. Look over these examples. Become a little sensitive now to these words. Mm-hmm. So when you're reading and listening, notice them a little bit. Mm-hmm. And pretty soon you'll get a feel for how they're used.
1: Yeah, and exactly, if you have a lot of I mean a word like often or sometimes is going to appear in many different content items mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. on Link, you're going to see a oh. lot of examples
0: and many, many, and many.
1: recognize that Sometimes the word has come before, sometimes it's come later Mm -hmm. in the sentence, at the end of the sentence, at Mm -hmm. the very beginning of the sentence, and it's all fine.
0: See, I I think, too, it's very important for people to become independent learners. So we can give you a sort of a a formula, Mm -hmm. and then you think you've learned something. But you've got to start to identify it. Normally, often will come before. Mm-hmm. I often go. I often play. I often sing. I often drink. Whatever.
1: But I would but, often. I would say often.
0: But I think when we put it at the end, it's there's more emphasis.
1: Yeah, perhaps.
0: I drink very often.
1: Mm-hmm. I would and, start a sentence with often too. That's true. Often I go swimming.
0: Mm-hmm. I go that's swimming true. often.
1: I, I, know. I And so like, it's all correct.
0: You know what I often notice? <laughs> I often notice that you say often. often. <laughs> quite yeah. often. So there you go. People even pronounce things differently. Yes, that's right. So, yeah. What else was there on the list? Uh,
1: then there's uh, Makiko from mm-hmm. Japan was asking about the words until, before, and by. Mm-hmm. All, you know, very different words, no, I, of course.
0: I know. I mean, there again, it's usage. And and particularly people who, who speak German or French, uh, they're the usage. If they just translate the word, the usage is different.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, uh, uh, until, I mean, we could give a translation, but that may not really even help. Um, I, I just think that, that it is better if people save these words. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't done it yet, So, until I do something, until I do something, or before I do something, kind of has the same meaning. Mm -hmm. I will not yet have done it before I do it. I don't know. I just think, (laughs) save them. The same with the other one that Katrine had, which was this business of even, even though. Both are there. Both can be used.
1: And they're two different words. Even if. Save them and... and Even,
0: even, save even, even if, and even though. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and some people are going to prefer certain expressions over others. Mm-hmm. And it's the same with this conditional that she mentions. Will, would, if. I mean, conditional is if. That's the condition. If.
1: If, if I did this, then this I, would happen. This
0: would. So if, if I do this, then this will happen, mm-hmm. we tend to say, mm-hmm. right? If I did this, then I would. Mm-hmm. So the would is kind of a past of, will. If I had done this, then I would have blah, blah, blah. Right. Okay. And then there's that if I were business, which very often people say if I was. So, here again, save the word if, save would, save these, and see what happens. And see if you can find a pattern. Uh, And and, and, I mean, I just think that's more useful than...
1: I was going to say, just in my own studies with French and on link and I can read a lot of the content in there and not find one word that I don't know. Mm -hmm. I read it and Mm -hmm. I understand everything I'm reading Mm -hmm. but I couldn't write that well and I couldn't speak that well Mm -hmm. and it's because I recognize all those words. They're in my brain somewhere. I know Mm -hmm. what they all mean but I still have problems with maybe the verb tense Mm -hmm. or or using the word correctly. And so, yeah, you I find just seeing it in different situations and reading it over and over and listening to it over and over.
0: And, as you say, using it. Using it, yeah. And that was the whole idea behind our priority link concept. Mm-hmm. If you save a word like sometimes, that's a high priority word. Right. Often, will, would, if, those are all very high priority words. If you save them, they will be on your priority link List. Mm-hmm. When you go to the right section, there will be 25 words there that are your priority links. This is, of the words that you have saved, these are the highest priority words. These are the highest frequency words. Right. You've got to know these words. These are more important words to learn.
1: Than your other words. Than your
0: other words, because they're key to being able to express yourself. So, you've got those 25 priority links on your writing page. Mm-hmm. Now write using them. That's right. And just write and don't get writer's block. Don't try and make it perfect. Just write as if you would speak and then send it in and see what happens. So I, I, you know, yeah. Study your
1: corrections when you get them back. Study them on the system. Exactly. In work desk and...
0: I mean, that's what the write section is for. I don't understand people who don't write. Uh, Most people who are studying English, let's say, uh, they're not in a situation where they can speak English all day long. Mm -hmm. When you write... It's, it's an excellent way of expressing yourself because you have a record now of what you're saying. You have a, like a sample. Mm-hmm. We have a random sample of how you express yourself. Now send that in, get it corrected, and then you'll see where the problems are. Right. And then you import it and you study it. So uh, a lot of these things have to do with high-priority words that people don't quite know how to use.
1: Exactly, and they don't save them because they recognize those words right. and they understand them in the context of what they're reading, but right. they don't know how to use them properly.
0: Exactly, and I think that is a faster path to getting mastery over these words than a lot of rules that are rational, theoretical, logical, and, and maybe they help, uh, and, and maybe we should give more of that kind of explanation, but uh, you can also find those in a book. Exactly. Uh, so everyone, sure, have a grammar book. And you can find them, online, find them you online, too. You can type There's these words. There's lots of these little in, yeah. rules. Fine, go and get them. That's not going to get you there. What you want to use link for is to train yourself in the use of these words.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We've covered a lot of ground. I think so. All right, then. Let's see you next time. Yeah, and as long as the snow stays away, our uh, roads will be bare. That's all right. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye.